It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50 pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, this is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we will tell you about Jeremy Grant's status for tonight's game with the Portland Trailblazers. If you don't know what it is, hang on. We'll tell you here in just a second. Also, we'll hear from Russell Westbrook in segment number one. And we'll talk about what we are learning from Russell Westbrook in this latest tear of triple doubles that he's on. Recording nine straight, he can pass Wilt Chamberlain tonight by recording 10 straight. I don't know that I can really put it into historical perspective, but what I can do is talk about what Russell Westbrook ultimately means to his teammates. Plus, Paul George's MVP level certainly has a few fan bases frustrated. I'll tell you another one that you can add to the list along with the Los Angeles Lakers. In segment number two, the Thunder decided to get rid of Alex Abrinas this weekend. And it was a mutual parting of the ways, or at least that's what we were told in the press release. And I'll tell you what I know about Alex and the Thunder family and what I was told about that this weekend. And then finally, we'll wrap things up today by hearing from Paul George. And we'll talk about what Magic Johnson had to say about his young players that went on the trading block for Anthony Davis but ultimately ended up staying in Los Angeles. And does Magic have a point? Plus, kids, there's something about the Lakers that we just need to ultimately say. That no one is saying that the Lakers have been bad at this particular one thing for a very long time. And it goes back to Mitch Kupchak's tenure. I'll tell you what that is in segment number three. My name is Eric G. I'm a credentialed member of the media. Um, I, I like to throw that out there because Locked On Podcast Network likes me to throw it out there. I work for 1340 The Game at Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as well as News Radio 1000 KTOK. I've covered the Thunder now for five and a half years. If you like what you hear, it's there's a very easy way to subscribe to this podcast. All you have to do is go to LockedOnThunder.com and click the subscribe button. You can also ask your smart speaker, either Alexa or Google, to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. And you can subscribe via Apple iTunes and a great place to listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast or any of the podcasts on the Locked on Podcast Network, like Locked on Sooners, is in your car. So make sure you subscribe um, using Apple iTunes or the Locked on Podcast site or the Locked on Thunder site, and then listen to this when you're going to the game or coming home from the game or on your drive to work. We try and make it short and sweet and uh, cut out all the garbage, like, I don't know, whatever garbage you might be talking about in the NBA today. Fact, Russell Westbrook has recorded nine straight triple doubles. 
he will get 10 tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there now. Russell Westbrook will get 10 in a game that Jeremy Grant is not playing in. Okay? Jeremy Grant is listed as out. He's got a sprained ankle. Now, the starting lineup, there hasn't been any changes made in the media notes. I would think that Patrick Patterson would start in the place of Jeremy Grant unless you wanted to go with a small lineup and possibly start Abdul Nader, but that's probably the way the Thunder are going to roll with Patrick Patterson getting the start tonight. I'll say even without Jeremy Grant, Russell Westbrook gets a double number of assists. He'll certainly get a double number of rebounds. And, of course, he'll have more than 10 points tonight. And then he passes Will Chamberlain by recording 10 straight triple-doubles during his time in the NBA. And it's just, it's an amazing streak. It's, it's a streak that I can't quite put in to historical perspective right now because it's something that we need to back away from for a while. And, and that's what Russ is doing. Russ is backing away from it. I think the whole organization is backing away from it. And yeah, they'll market it. But to put it in its proper context, it's probably going to take a while. What we are really learning about Russell Westbrook this year is that anyone that ever said that Russell Westbrook couldn't help a team win and couldn't help a team win at a high level is just completely full of crap and, and they don't know what they're talking about. Russell Westbrook absolutely can help a team win at a high level. Russell Westbrook can help his teammates get better. Russell Westbrook now, ultimately, and I think this needs to be said about the guys that are that are around him, Russell Westbrook can trust the guys that are around him. That year after Kevin Durant left, it wasn't the fact that Russell Westbrook was selfish as to why he was averaging a triple-double and why he was recording all sorts of historic records. No, that wasn't it. But Russell Westbrook looked at the guys on this team and realized that if the Oklahoma City Thunder were ever going to accomplish anything, it almost totally had to be on his back. And the message that Russell Westbrook sent during that time wasn't, you need to sign me to a triple max. It wasn't, you necessarily need to get me help, although that was part of it. That was definitely part of it. The message that Russell Westbrook was really sending during that first year that he averaged a triple-double was that the guys around him need to get better. And if the Thunder are going to win, it can't be all him, and you can't just strictly rely on management to make trades or sign guys via free agents. The guys that are already here, guys like Steven Adams who are under contract, and let's, let's give Steven Adams a bit of a break on that, because Steven Adams was hurt at, a, at that time, have to get better. They have to give me confidence that I can pass to them during clutch situations, and they're going to knock down shots. And the biggest piece of evidence that Rush trusts his teammates this year, more than at any time in his career, were those two times that he gave up that last-second shot to Alex Sabrinas this year, and gave him an opportunity to be the hero. Abrinas didn't convert on either time, but it was still big that Russ did that because that tells everybody else, hey, we're good with this guy. Now, I would think that the majority of his teammates, even after after watching Alex Abrinas shoot, even if Alex Abrinas had, let's just say Alex Abrinas hypothetically had hit both of those shots, 
I'm willing to bet that just about everybody on the Oklahoma City Thunder still would rather Russ or Paul take that last second shot. Because there's something about your your leader, the guy you trust, the star, your team doing it, that even though he has confidence in you, you have more confidence in the outcome because that's what that guy is supposed to do at that particular moment. And, and that's you've got to say that Russell Westbrook is not only a great player, he is not only... He's not only a guy that's going to end up in a Hall of Fame, but when you say the words team player, it does fit with Russell Westbrook. He is not a complete stat book filler. That that is not what he is. He's a guy that's going to do everything in his power to help his team win. And Russell Westbrook talked about that. He talked about history. He talked about a lot of things after the Thunder's win in Houston on Saturday. How about defensively to you know, be able to sit down the way that you did and, and make a good contest there? Uh, you know, we, we, we get back into the game. We get fed at a high level. Stops on the man and win games and win big games in the world. We've been a good stop. Terrence really credited yeah, you for some leadership that you showed around halftime in the third quarter, pulling those guys aside. Yeah. What was your message to the team throughout this game? Uh, just stay with it, man. We, we've been through adversity the, the times when teams go through adversities. Uh, show the true measurement of your team and tonight you see guys come together come closer um, and that's a part of my job is to make sure my team my guys stay together and stay confident with what they're doing how was you and Paul around on defense you all have the 42 points um, just thinking of what we do we, we're a defensive team defensive minded team we lean on our defense and uh First half, we didn't do much of it. Russell and Paul had big first halves offensively. The other guys really got going in the second half. Was that an, an effort to get that done, or the guys just make some shots? Uh, combination of both. Um, it was a lot. My fault. My hands. We had to get those guys shots and uh, uh, try to find ways to make the game easier. Like I've done all season, and uh, I did a better, a little better job in the second half for those guys. Paul just continues to be sensational. What did you see from him tonight, just in terms of the way he? Got what he wanted. Was um, just being aggressive. He's aggressive. Uh, and plays the way he's played at a high level. Uh, he's been doing all the long. Uh, tough team to stop. Tonight was one of those nights where he, he kept us going for uh, 48 minutes. You mentioned those leadership moments when you're talking to the younger guys. What have you found to be the most effective way to get them riled up, get them going? Uh, there's no particular way. Leadership is not all about, to me, it's not all about basketball. It's not all about what the cameras see. Me personally, I lead a lot, just not on camera, you know, coming to go to guys' houses, having dinner, sitting down, learning a little about themselves. Um, you guys are, co- are confident and comfortable in what they're doing. Um, so I take huge, huge pride in, in being a leader and understanding my teammates uh, in this locker Sorry to cut it short there. That's Russell Westbrook from the Thunder's win on Saturday against the Houston Rockets, in which the Thunder came back. From 26 point down. Paul George mentioned in that was listening to a Houston radio station today. They're upset that Paul George is playing at an MVP level. The main reason they're upset is because usually MVPs are on teams that are making the playoffs and are good and look like they can make a run in the playoffs. And this crew was not real convinced that that's the Houston Rockets. Although, They seem pretty overly confident that the Rockets were going to get better than Oklahoma City when Clint Capella came back. And yes, Clint Capella makes a huge difference on the floor, 
But man for man, roster for roster, I would still take Oklahoma City over Houston right now in a seven-game series. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. It had to be done. It sucks. But Alex Sabrinas is gone, and we'll talk about the aftermath coming up next on LOT. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember to listen to the Locked On Podcast Network in your car every day, on the way to work, on your way home, to and from the game, or just when you're out with your friends or your family, get them hooked on the Locked On Podcast Network. All you have to do to subscribe is go to Apple iTunes or, or very easily, just go to LockedOnPodcast.com or LockedOnThunder.com. And you can also subscribe to the Locked On Sooners podcast. And look, we've got you pretty much covered on just about every team you would want in the... We got you on every team in the NBA, every team you would want in the NFL, and just about every team you'd want in college. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Some sad news came down on Saturday, and that's what I'll call it sad news. I, an unfortunate might be a better term for it. Alex Sabrinas no longer with the Oklahoma City Thunder as the Thunder decided to waive Alex Sabrinas so he could work on his personal problem. And he's missed a third of the season. You've got to go back before Christmas to the last time he was actually playing consistently for the Thunder. Now, he's shown up. He showed up in a couple of games after he came back from working on his personal issues, but then whatever's troubling Alex Sabrinas reared its ugly head again and since that time he hasn't been back with the team and we're led to believe that it was a mutual decision between Alex Sabrinas and the Oklahoma City Thunder that they needed to part ways so Alex Sabrinas could go work on that and I was told by a Thunder sport spokesperson that Alex Sabrinas is still always going to be part of the Thunder family I, I don't doubt that I did ask about considering the fact that he's no longer a member of the team. And at this point, I haven't seen Alex Sabrinas get picked up, so I don't think he's in the NBA. Does he still have access to medical coverage? Because I really honestly believe that this is a mental health issue. I don't see how it is how you draw any other conclusion based on what Billy Donovan said and the actions that the Thunder took. Uh, this... The, the spokesperson did not know what the particulars were since he's not with the team, what the medical coverage would take care of, what not. But obviously, anytime he needs Billy Donovan, Sam Prestier, anybody in the Thunder family, he's going to be able to get a hold of him. I just find, I find the whole issue sad. Here's Alex Abrinas 
who's worked his butt off to get to this point, play in the NBA, play for a team like Oklahoma City, who's got a real opportunity to do something in the playoffs, and whatever has a hold of him is so crippling that he can't put himself back on the court. And the Thunder are forced into a situation where if you're not going to contribute, they need to move on. Now, it's in fairness to this whole situation, there were times that Alex Sabrinas was in the doghouse. There were times that Alex Sabrinas was definitely in the doghouse with Billy Donovan, uh, more so last year than this year because of his lack of defense. We know that that frustrated Billy Donovan. There's a reason Billy Donovan kept him off the court. I don't believe that that's necessarily contributing to Alex Sabrinas' condition, but I also don't think that it necessarily helped that condition because if you feel like the world is piling up on you and the world is against you, it can put you in a it can put you in a, a state of mind where you just ultimately feel hopelessness. Now again, I'm all going I'm going completely on the assumption that this is depression, that this is some sort of mental issue with Alex Sabrinas, and, and, and it's nothing more than that. Either way, I hope that he got better. But the whole reason that I've come to this conclusion was based on what Billy Donovan had to say, and this is a couple of nights old, when Alex Sabrinas was supposed to be with the Oklahoma City Thunder, but he wasn't. Um, and he let them know at the last second, and Billy Donovan had to... I, I, I think the Thunder listed him as out, but listed him as out late. And here is Billy Donovan talking about Alex Sabrinas and why he wasn't with the Thunder on this particular night. You know, same thing is, uh, you know, before, I know it's, 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 you guys have a job to do, and I, I totally understand it. It's hard for you guys because sometimes he's here, he's not here, he's in a game, he's not in a game. You know, he's, he's still battling through some of the things that he, he, some of his challenges, and he's working really, really hard, and we're, you know, all supportive and behind him. But, uh, just wasn't in a place to be here tonight, um, but more, more, more personal issues that he that he's uh, that he's dealing with right now, and uh, you know, we're, as, a, as an organization, as a team, going to try to help him any way we can. Did you anticipate having him available tonight before you all went through the game? Uh, you know, quite honestly, um, you know, we just kind of go day by day. You know, just in terms of, of trying to help him, be supportive of him, and. Um, you know, so it's not like I have an expectation where I came in here and say, okay, this guy's in the rotation, he's playing, he's doing A, B, C, and D for us tonight, and that's that's what I expect. And, you know, got here and like, oh, my gosh, he's not here. No, I mean, we're, Alex has been great. He's around the team. He's around us. We're communicating. We're talking. So it's been very, very transparent and open. So I'm never in a position where I'm ever taken off guard by anything. You know, we're constantly talking and communicating. He's been really good from that perspective. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. The Thunder now have three roster spots open so far. Uh, neither Grantham or Burton have been slid into either one of those spots. Um, I would imagine Deontay Burton of the two would be the most likely to be taken off the two-way contract and become a full-time NBA player. The Thunder still have options to go out and pick somebody up who's been waived over the last couple of days. They didn't get Wayne Ellington. Um, didn't get Wesley Matthews, so that kind of sucks. But there will be options that are out there, and Sam Presti has done a pretty good job of picking up those guys. But at this point, Thunder three roster spots open. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, 
We'll hear from Paul George, and I'll tell you why Magic was actually right about something that he said. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for joining us. We have another episode of Locked On Sooners that's available as well, talking about Kyler Murray and his trek to the NFL. Hear audio from Adam Schefter and Colin Cowherd on that, talking about the future of Kyler Murray. All right, so Magic Johnson was actually right in something that he said this weekend. When he went off on the media saying the media had sort of babied the players that had been talked about being traded to the the Pelicans. And he mentioned, hey, they're adults, they're professionals, this is what happens in our business. Now, on one hand, it's easy for Magic to say that. Because Magic never got traded, was never under consideration to be traded. In fact, Magic was the guy that could go to ownership saying that he wanted a coach change or wanted anybody traded. And they would have done it. So Magic, you are that guy. I, I I can't sit here and... Magic can't say that he can put himself in those guys' shoes and understand what they're going through because he just can't. Magic was... Once he was a Laker, he was always a Laker, witnessed by that huge contract that uh, Jerry Buss ended up signing him to. That being said, I do think Magic is right. You are a professional. And sometimes your name is going to come up in trade conversations. And as much as that sucks, you sort of have to get over it. Matter of fact, it's not sort of. You just do have to get over it. And look at it on the bright side. You're not getting waived. You're not getting cut. And the old cliche is, is just because one team didn't want you, some team did want you. So now you have to go and make the best of that situation. And also, players are smart enough to know where they are in their career and when they're a salary dump or an expiring contract and when they're actually somebody that's going to contribute. It's just a matter of having good perspective on what you are. And if you are going to be waived because you are a salary dump, it's knowing whether or not you can actually help somebody out. So I don't think Magic was completely wrong on that. I do think Magic would have a hard time really being able to talk to and identify with those players because... He's still, in so many different ways, the face of the Laker organization. Was when he got there, is now, and he's even pushing all the buttons. So it's a, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing for Magic to be in. And, I mean, let's just say it. The Lakers are bad at business. This is something that hasn't been talked about in quite some time. But go back to when Mitch Kupchak was there, and he picked up Dwight Howard and an aging Steve Nash... And ever since then, the dominoes have just not fallen the Lakers' way. It's because they're bad at business. They're bad at what they do. And Jeannie Buss, even though she took over the team, 
it feels like she's scrambling just to make anything work. So enough about the Lakers. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. Let's talk about Paul George. He's playing at an MVP level and spoke after Saturday's win over the Houston Rockets. Heading into the second half, just what from a competitive standpoint does it say about this team to, to do what you guys did tonight? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> this team is, is competitive. Um, just what it comes down to. We knew it was another half of basketball left. Um, we had to make some changes. Uh, but we know, you know this team is going to lose back there. Got check time, the final kind of two minutes. Both you and Ferguson have five fouls. What did it take in those moments just to be able to, to sit down and defend the way that you guys did? Um, I thought, you know, whether it was the first minute, the last minute, two minutes, I thought uh, myself, I thought for just a great job of uh, playing defense. You know, rest going to call people. Well, you and Russell really had it going in the first half, and really nobody else offensively did. What, what did it take to get the other guys going, and how big was that in the second half? Um, you know what? They, they down the stretch these past couple games, they've been very, very big for us. Um, they, they've definitely came to the middle. Um, they've been you know, right behind, side by side with us. Um, no way. You know, they don't get enough credit uh, for what no they've been doing. Um, they've been helping uh, a huge part. Um, and it's the reason we've been playing well. Honestly. How big is it? You know, these guys are going to have to make plays for you in the playoffs. You're going to need everybody. How big is it? Games like this, moments like this. We need these. We need moments like these. We need to to have good check moments, um, just to find what this team is about. Um, Dennis has done it on so many nights where he's lifted us and gave us a huge boost. Uh, Ferguson has, has almost been, you know, when he shoots it, I, I feel like it's going to go in every time. He's really high. He's playing with a lot of confidence. You know how I feel about JG. I mean, you know, those guys. Have been really what did you time. say to Deontay when he reached across and got that foul on Harden? Um, yeah, I just, you know, he's he's new to guarding James. Um, just trying to give him a heads up of, you know, what he likes to do. Um, Tay didn't have to put his hand in there. He can he can guard at a high level. Um, it was just a teaching moment. It's been a long time since somebody been able to match James um, point for point. Does he get your competitive juices going playing against a player like him? I'm competitive every night on a matchup. Um, I look forward to playing against the best, and I look forward to being guarded by the best. Um, I have fun with the game. That's what the game is about. Back in the day, that's how they went at it. You know, uh, I, that's how I was taught the game. You know, just, just enjoy the matchups, have fun with it. Like playing at the park. <laughs> Absolutely. Play at the park. I mean, we was playing we was playing back home, we would match up. Is there anything more you can say about Russell as a teammate? But tonight, ninth straight triple double tying Will Chamberlain to first place. Uh, that, that's an incredible feat that may be flying under the radar right now in the process. I think that's probably the only positive we've heard about Russ coming from you, honestly. Uh, so I'll tell you, thank you for that.
Um, else? Speaking of Russ, he also had a moment where he had an arm over Jeremy and an arm over Terrence and was you know, telling him to basically stop thinking. How often do you think within practice and off the court and all that, do you see him having those moments with teammates? A lot. A lot. I mean, he's he's that's that's what a point guard job is. You know, he connects everybody. He gets everybody playing at a high level. Um, you know, he's he's, he's going to be confrontational in a positive way to uplift guys. Uh, he's going to be there to, to lift you up. Um, you know, it's 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 always positive reinforcements coming from Russ. Dennis said that uh, that he and you two guys were were vocal at halftime. What what kinds of what was the message? Oh, uh, we just knew we had to have a better half. You know, being down 24-26 at half, that's not the team we are. And um, we know this team very well. Um, and for us to still give them the looks that they got, for us to give them a 70-point half, we knew that wasn't us. So we had to come in here and talk, um, just light a fire under this team, and we did that. We came out second half and a big guy. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, and we will be back tomorrow breaking down Oklahoma City's win. I'll just go ahead and say it. Win over the Portland Trailblazers tonight, which would make 11 of their last 12. And we'll talk about Russell Westbrook breaking Will Chamberlain's record and his 10th straight triple-double. 10th straight triple-double. Say that fast three times. That wraps up today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Be excellent to each other. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.